There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'd like to take a second to tell you about our new friends from TickSplits, the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticketing providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained service charges, at TickSplits, the price you see and the price you pay. Unnecessary fees shouldn't prevent you from seeing the sporting event, concert, or Broadway show of your choosing. Go to TickSplits.com and enter promo code ARMCHAIR at checkout to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z dot com, promo code ARMCHAIR. Rebound for his ninth. 18 points, nine rebounds, six oh. assists. From oh, oh, oh the chicken! Double time! Miles Turner! Yeah! Welcome to the NBA, my friend! Turner sets the screen. Oh, Whoa. oh, oh, oh no! Oh, oh, no. Right Don't let him throw it down like that! Victor! Oh, the deep Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod Podcast. Welcome to episode 42 of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. My name is Chris Cook, and sitting next to me, as always, Jake Light and Eric Hawk. And there's another guest. And a very special guest today, Bo Jangles, my pet dog. Beautiful dog. I don't know what breed he is. Uh, We adopted him when he was eight years old. He had two family members that died on him, so he's had, I'm his third owner. What an omen. Wow. Great omen. How would you compare him to Daenerys' dogs? Definitely not as well-trained. <laughs> uh, but right now, he's currently sitting on my lap as we record this, and I'm assuming during the show he'll get passed around I hope so. to everybody <laughs> so they can hold him during this, today's podcast episode. I can't wait. And we're recording in a different location today. It's just it's just a lot different in here. I'm looking at a couple of Cubs World Series championship signs. We got some Return of the Jedi stuff. Of course, Pacer flag. We're in a garage here, people, and we're ready to go. No matter where, the pod doesn't sleep. And we got the nice sunshine on it today. Nice little cool breeze. You might hear some birds in the background today. Never know what could happen. It's beautiful. Yeah. Let's spring. Let's spring spring. Let's spring anew. All right. So the Pacers. They did. They beat the shit out of the Nuggets. That's what I was going to say. We're going to just skip talk on the road trip. Like, I just want to forget. <laughs> the road trip didn't happen. I'll forget that it happened. It doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. So everybody. You can't prove it happened. Right now, put the road trip in the back of your minds. The road trip never happened. No. Those games don't, I, they don't even count in the loss column. Don't even, like, whatever. We've lost 20, 28 games. Yeah. We've, technically, we've lost 24. 24. Whatever like it. it is. Let's do it. We I don't count those games. That. Me neither. First off, we'll talk about the Nuggets game. And I want you, don't even mention Hooters Night yet. First, talk about the game. And then we'll get into what was Hooters Night while watching the game. I had two pitchers. <laughs> so, I don't remember much of the game. I just remember, like, we blew them out from the start. 
We did. We were just destroying them. It was it was literally the Boy Young Bogdanovich show. Bogey was yeah. just hotter than Hokey Smokey again. He was just all, hitting on all cylinders. I mean, I think at one point he was like 11 for 11 from the field. Uh, the Nuggets had no answer. Uh, started off Jokic. I mean, I love watching Jokic play, man. That dude has an old man game. Uh, he can pass. He can do a little bit of everything. So, I mean, Sabonis came in. He dominated. It was just a total dominate. De- sorry, domination from the Pacers. Uh, they dominated in the paint. Dominated outside the paint. Defensively, they were great. And it was just one of those things that uh, you just love to see it. And we really needed that after a. Um, a tough stretch of games that we're not going to mention. So I, I, that's what I think. Hawk, what, what were some of your takeaways other than uh, the Miller light you had? Uh, Miles Turner with another double-double, 17-11. I think he's been playing very well lately, so that's something to notice. And then Sabonis off the bench with thirteen and thir- 15 and 13, another great game from him. And Evans. I mean, are we going to give Evans any credit, or are we just going to go to Jeremy W. Miller? Right? I think because we wait. Gotta I think us. we. I think we wait and talk Jeremy W. Miller first, and then give. This is Tyrese. one of the questions I want to ask you. So, have the Pacers been playing him the wrong way up to this point in the season? Which I th- I can see that being partially the case. No. Yes, he's been bad. He's been a turnover machine, but he's not a guy who plays off the ball. He's not a guy you just stick in the corner and expect something to happen. He's got to have the ball in his hands. He's going to turn the ball over his fair share. We've seen that. But he's playing a lot better now that he's controlling the offense in the second unit. And Corey Joseph's been uh, starting for the time being, but he is actually technically the point guard of the second unit unit right now the past few games. I don't. I, I'm having a little bit of trouble here because Tyreek Evans has never played on a good team. Never. And so when he's at his best, the ball's in his hands, and his team doesn't win. He might be happy, but that's not what is best for the Indiana Pacers. Like, crunch time, who do you want making the decision? Now, even though we're hating on this guy recently, still, in in a playoff game, do you want Tyreek Evans making a decision or Kojo? Right now I want Tyreek Evans. Okay, stop. You know what I'm saying. Like, this guy, I mean, Kojo has been battle-tested. He's been in the playoffs. He's made some shots against the Championship teams. I mean, that's the guy you want making decisions. Like, Tyreek, nice. I I, I appreciate the effort. I'm not going to go complete Jeremy W. Miller on him, but he's never played on a good team. Like, or Joseph uh, made one shot against the Nuggets. <laughs> it was one for four with two points. I saw. Well, that, that's twenty five percent. That's higher than normal. All yeah. I remember seeing is one shot that I made. <laughs> there you go. So after I saw that, I was like, "Oh my god, he's got it back." Are we quick to forget the the slowest Euro step in the history of basketball that just leads to like a brick off the front of the rim or a wide open McDermott in the corner that he just misses? I mean, we'll give him some credit recently because the shots are falling, but. The Tyreek experiment is long. What, what did McDermott? You guys still have the box score up? I do. What I did McDermott have in that Nuggets game? Doug McDermott had points. Eight points. Eight points. Okay. Four for eight from the field, over two from three in eighteen minutes. The three games before that, he was averaging fourteen a game in yeah. those three games. Well, we were at home, so we, we were. Yeah, yeah, we were at home, so he we, definitely yeah. had to cut that in half. Yeah. He gets on Tinder. He makes all these biddies, <laughs> and then he just has a good game because he parts his hair. He pulls his hair over. He's got the swagger yeah, on the road. With that theory, what do you think he does on the road? Do you think he's just swiping? I think on we Tinder? just said it. I think it's either Tinder or Bumble, or maybe he's on plenty of fish. He's just he's just knocking them. He's setting them up and knocking them down. He's I probably getting he them front row tickets to the game. So he's just performing at an all time level. Like he could be a seafood guy. I mean, we know that Indiana doesn't have a lot of great seafood. I mean, maybe he's coast to coast guy, east coast, west coast, that's, a little seafood. That's an interesting thing. I like the Tinder idea better. Yeah. Well, it makes more plenty sense. of fish. Plenty of fish.com. We, you know, we've but had why can't he find a nice girl in Indiana? 
It's not that easy for some people. I it's mean, not that it's easy. not that compatible. Yeah, Maybe I mean, what, he's looking for a girl that likes fish yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. okay, <laughs> moving on. No, here's, I want to go back to Tyreek for a second because I thought I think uh, Hawk brought up a great point. Uh, he does have the slowest Eurostep move in the history of Eurosteps. It's amazing. And he's not good at the rim at all, putting putting that away. But it's like... I, I've like seen people like be fat, do these fast moves and get their and get their shit blocked, and then like Tyreek. I feel like Tyreek that used to happen to him. I didn't used to watch him enough to know, but it's almost like that's kind of like a changeup. That's like a changeup you do so that somebody jumps to block your shot. You go long your step and get an easy layup. It seems like that's like his only shot now. Like it's like he's practiced that so much that he cannot make a quick move. So he's redefining the euro step, is what you're saying. He's just gonna slow it down so much to where nobody can time it because he's just moving. No, I, what I'm saying is I think if you Watch like James Harden. I mean, guys that do this. Giannis, sorry, Giannis is starting to get that. That was a real bad mess. Watch Giannis's name, but he's starting His to get name that is move too. Giannis. Giannis. Okay, cool. We'll do that. <laughs> so then he he does that fast move and he goes up and attacks. But against some of those big guys, sometimes he slows it way down. And I just have a feeling like Tyreek has just slowed it so far down because he just like had to, and now he can't speed it back up because. Well, he looks like he's moving in slow motion at all points of the game anyway. Will Bert Barton was 3-for-5 from 3 with 15 points on 13 shots. It's a born rated pot favorite. It is. How much better would this team be with Will Barton instead of Tyreek Evans? If that was the move that the born rated pod crew wanted to do, but we went with Tyreek instead, should we well, be running this play franchise? most of the games this year. Yeah, that's he true. just started playing, and he's got an additional three years. So well, he's not good in the altitude. He's not good in the altitude. Who's to say in two more years that we're going to like him or not? And I'm sorry, Bo Jingles is probably about to hack into the microphone. Okay. I'm just staring at it now. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I don't think you can play that game of he, he's been hurt, he's been this, he's been that. I mean, Tyreek has hurt our team multiple games. And just, I think Will the Thrill Barton would, I mean, his nickname is The Thrill. Yeah. I mean, that's but anything I'm else? just the way I'm I mean, saying is, of course Barton would be better, but two yeah. years from now, two he's years from still now, be Tyree making Gavins. like 15 million. Well, the ca- salary cap's going up, right? Yeah. It barely goes up each year. Inflation. So I mean, that 15 million dollar contract's not going to look as bad in like three. years. I think that's what it is. I'm just guessing. And the thing, and the thing is, Chris makes a great point, but we have no clue who's going to be on the roster in two years. I'm assuming we'll probably have maybe Durant, maybe LeBron's coming over or something. Durant, but, Kyrie uh, <laughs> joining. Him. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, seriously though, we don't know who would be on the team, and I do know for damn sure Tyreek Evans won't be on the team. Yep. So I, I don't know how to really answer that. I guess we'll figure that out in two years and like. 400 podcast episodes later, maybe. Who do we got this week? We're going to go over that in just a minute. Okay. Oh, sorry. We don't have our list again today. That's usually the best show. Uh, Darren Collison's missed the last several games. It's been reported he's going to play against the Thunder. Good. Do the Pacers need Darren Collison to win a first-round playoff series? I mean, probably just for the depth aspect, and he doesn't turn the ball over, which in the playoffs is very crucial. I mean, every point, every basket matters. These games are almost always close. So, especially at Boston, you're going to need a guy like him. And Corey Joseph isn't going to give you anything scoring. Darren could maybe get you 15 on a good night. So, that's something. And I think Darren shoots the three ball pretty well from a high percentage. So, I'll take, I'll definitely take him. I mean, it's, yeah. it's better than what we got currently. I think I my, just asked this because Jake hates him so no, much. It, I wanted to get his and, opinion. And I really, yes, like, I feel like I I've gone completely like Skip Bayless with my hate. Like now I'm just I love going it. over the top. That's how we get know? clicks. Um, but I, I don't. If it depends who we play, I guess would be my answer. Because if we, we play, play Boston, okay, let's say it's we play Boston. Who is Darren Collison guarding? 
He's he he cannot guard Kyrie Irving. He cannot handle pick and rolls. We're gonna get lit the hell up. I I I truly believe if we play Boston, Corey Joseph is the better option just simply because he is a better defender. Or maybe you go out and you say, look, Kyrie's gonna get his. Got birds chirping in the background, agreeing with me as well. I don't know. There's two ways two ways to go to go about it. I think. I, I don't know. I, I think I, you I need just, him though. I mean, from I, a depth, I'm, Holiday's not going to play big minutes. No, Boston, no, no, right? absolutely not. We do need him from a depth point of view, but I'm not sure. I think this could be a situation where we, he plays a couple of games, you rest him the rest of the way, you take the four seed, and then you really evaluate, hey, this is a McMillan thing. Do we want to play Collison, who's the better offensive player, or do we want to go with Kojo, a guy that's been there in the playoffs and, and can probably guard Kyrie a lot better. He's a much yeah. better pick and roll defender. That's where I'm at. I don't know. I don't That's, know. Now yeah. we're playing the we're playing the Nets. I'm all for it because I think he can control the tempo on a young team. We're not playing. The you're Nets. you're yeah, playing, playing Boston. It it it's a little tough. We just got to accept the fact we're playing Boston. It's going to be a grinded out where, series. Where the first two games are going to be played. That's not decided yet. I think it's not out of the realm of possibilities that we win that series. The way they've been playing, they've lost four straight. I mean, they out-talent us, I what think. What about but this scenario? The Celtics get the fifth seed. They lose in the first round. To us. To us. They fire. So that's a... I they mean, fire Stevens. They fire Stevens. Right. And then he, the he goes to definitely IU. would never make a move to get, to get him. No, not with McMillan under contract. No, we no. just re-upped him. Yeah. Could be I'm just saying, I'm just on that scenario out there. I mean, give him... Let's give him what? I don't much? think it's going to happen, but... Let's underachieve next year. And then Boston underachieve again. Oh, someone's going to hire him right off the bat. Oh, he won't. He would get a max deal somewhere. As long as he wants to not coach, he will. Until he wants to coach again, he can click his fingers and his heels and he'll be right back there coaching. Like, it's so bad in Boston this year and they're the five seed. Like, and he's managed those egos. I mean, Kyrie Irving, people can love him. I think he doesn't want to coach. Yeah, I mean, he he doesn't want to coach Kyrie Irving. They should have traded his ass. I think Stevens wanted to trade his ass to the trade deadline. Like, it's not fun to coach assholes. I'm sorry to tell you guys. Like, I've had to do it before at high school. I can only imagine how much worse it is in the NBA where those guys just feel like they literally own the coaches anyway because of how much they make and how much they mean to the franchise. Like, you don't want to coach assholes, and that's, I think, where Brad Stevens is at now. So I would not be surprised to see, you know, Boston say flippity-flop on my hippity-hop and hop on out of here, Kyrie. Yeah, and for people saying how bad it's been for the Pacers recently, we have 44 wins. The Warriors have 49, and we just beat the first-place team in the West. So I've seen some tweets out there, Pacers are terrible, we're never winning a title. That's just the overdramatic That's just the doom and gloom. I wish all those people would just be like, Put in a room and we can all just line up and just shoot them with ARs. You know, just, <laughs> just take them off the face of the planet, man. Those people are the most annoying people of all time. I like, wasn't gonna please note that, that was not Mr. Light that said that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me. <laughs> all I, was gonna I endorse say, it too. All I was going to say was delete their Twitter accounts. Well, so we can do that too. But if it gets, if they somehow like find a burner or maybe they start going off on Facebook, can we shoot them with paintball guns? We're going to have to institute martial law, in my opinion. <laughs> all right, moving on. Oh boy, this is kind of changing the subject for a minute, but. I had this thought last night. I was forced to go to the Mumford and Sons concert. Ew, I'm sorry. The Banker's Life Fieldhouse. First off, when I get there in the lobby, I'm already depressed to be there. So tell me if you just think this was the depression hitting and then I was at this concert. I didn't want to be at, but I was there because I love my wife. I'm looking <laughs> up. Positive. I'm looking up at the Pacers banners, and I just look at Alizé Johnson. He's got that smile on. Edmund Sumner, those young guys, they got those smiles on. 
And first off, the first thing that comes to my head is, you know, these guys never reply to our messages. You know, they think they're better than us, and I don't like them. And then the second thing that came into my head was, we just need to shut up. They're never going to be good. They'll be good. They'll be in the NBA for another two seasons and then playing in over in Europe or oh. somewhere. That's the thoughts that came to my head. Not saying that's you what were in I a dark thought. Place. I was in a dark place. So do you think I had any rationale behind that? Or do you think that was just the concert that was there? For I mean, me? if you just look at the trend of history, I mean, you get excited about these guys that never actually play in the league. And then they go, we lose them. They go elsewhere. We, okay. get, we get some value out of them. EK especially. I mean, if you just look at him, he looked like a freak that could just play basketball, like guard the paint and do all that stuff. So you're definitely not out of the realm of possibilities, but I think Alizé is special, in my opinion. I think we will see him in probably two years down the line. I just hate that he thinks he's better than us. I don't – maybe he just doesn't – maybe he's probably getting so many bombarded. Actually, that's not true, is it? <laughs> no, you don't well, think so. You got 6,000 followers on Twitter, whatever it is. You're getting the people wonder. People wonder how we get, like, good guests and get hookups and, you know, we're kind of – I'm not saying we're insiders or anything, but we're, we're somewhat in the know, I have right? a surprise today later on for the Mac and Meter, by the way. Love that. And that's so, like, I think people don't understand oh, what we go through and, like, how much we dive into these DMs and inside jokes and just kind of – Stroke the egos. Just let us stroke the ego, Alize. That's all we want. Just give me a little stroke. That's all. We're they don't even get me started on David Bennett. Oh, da- uh, oh. He's in a, like, what's his deal? Do we I, have to just group email him again? I don't want to talk too much on the podcast about it. That's going to be a conversation <laughs> off air. Yeah, I think, long story short, Benner had our back. And then he, got, he was kind of mad at us, but he had our back saying we were going to get a player. And, uh... Hey, it's going to happen on this road trip. I'll get back with you. Follow-up email. Yeah, it's still happening. Follow-up email. Nothing. Follow-up email. Nothing. Follow-up email. Nothing. I mean, just tell us no. That's yeah, just say do. no. Maybe like, he's doing too many things. I think they need to have like another position maybe that just deals with like outreach and media because there's yeah. so many media things popping up. Like I, you, Pacers. If you want to hire me to be your media outreach guy, get in contact. Are you still going to work here? Yeah, I'm going to do. I'm going to do everything. Exactly. So I am putting my hat in the ring for the new Pacers position, the media outlet manager. Um. Now moving on from that, next thing I want to talk about: Hooters night. Hooters, Hooters, a special night. We had a gathering at Hooters. Have been promoting it for months. Um, we had a lot of people that said they were going to come, and they didn't come. So first off, screw you guys. Classic. If you're listening right now, screw you. Talking about comic. We're talking about comic right now. Yeah, comic really hurts me. Comics do. Comics do. Blamed it on being on the toilet all day. Which that's that is going around, but it might just be a cop out. Did he get Hooters? The I mean, does Hooters not problem? Yeah, because I didn't call off work the next day. I still went to work. That's so, impressive. I mean, anyways, I want to give a special shout out to the guys who came. At Sobro Pacers fan. Sobro was great. Uh, Rev Diesel. Always love him. Oh, Rev Come Diesel. on, this is, I mean, this is what, what do you want from us? Uh, who else did we have? We had Jared New. He, he Jared was a, New. He's been on the podcast before. Um, uh, w. W. Jeremy W. Miller. We'll talk about him more in a second. Had then, family members. Yeah, family members. Friends. We had uh, Sean Coleman, Ted Nolly, uh, Connor Light, your brother, and yeah. then your sister and brother-in-law and their friends. Yeah, so it was a pretty good crew. We, uh, you had a buddy? Watched, you had another, another buddy, buddy show up. Lombard, Connor, yeah, Lombard. he showed so, up. So, yeah, later. special shout-out to everybody. I mean, it was, it was fun. We had it a great time. Fun. We, got there, we got there at, like, 
and we were afraid there for a little bit because it was packed. It was packed. The best. And we were like, oh no, everybody's here for us. <laughs> so we literally walked in. We literally walked in. Which, if you know Hooters, you walk into the bar area, you grab your seat, and, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. So we walk in, we find a table. They immediately walk over. No, this table's for somebody else. We're like, shit. You know, maybe Lance is in town or some shit. I don't know. But no, seriously. Then so we walk away, and like ten minutes later, they take us back to the table that we were. Yeah, they sit us at the exact they same table. They sit us at the exact same table. It's like deja vu. And then I don't want to rag on Hooters, but we had people that were trying to like – it was clear like we had a big group of people. And like we were all kind of standing around awkwardly. And then like there were two tables right next to us that ended didn't up being get cleaned. Three. Ended up being three, three tables. Yeah, we had three whole tables worth of people just talking. And they didn't clean the tables off for like 25 minutes. And it was just like – Dude, come on. Yeah. It's born ready to W was about to blow a cast. Yeah, he, he was so mad. He was probably there 20 minutes before anybody even paid him. I could just tell the look in his eyes. Yeah. He kept shaking his head. That's the kind of Tyreek look that I know Tyreek gets. Uh, and the first thing when Jeremy W. Miller, some of you guys see him on Twitter, first thing he does when he gets there is talk shit about Tyreek <laughs> Evans. Like, he just can't help I wouldn't himself. have it any other way, though. He can't help himself. I loved it, though. Straight up guy. Like, you know exactly where you stand with Jeremy W. Yep. Miller. And I respect the hell out of that. And then Reb Diesel wearing the Louis Scola shirt. It pained me to see it. But, you know, I'd like to see it out in the wild. <laughs> That's the first just... thing he did. He just walked up and he just threw off his jacket and said, pretty much said, look, bitch, I got your shirt on. Right <laughs> he now. owns me. Reb Diesel owns <laughs> Hate me. to see Scola go. Love to watch him leave. Yep. So, Reb Diesel's just a beautiful human all around. Though. Yeah. And uh, Hooters Night, I mean. We've won by a combined seventy-eight points at Hooters when we've watched two and zero. It's just there's so, something there. There's some magic. At like I, I thought I was kidding at first, but here, here's my theory: we should go to a game. Let's go to the second Celtics game next week or so. Let's go to Indy, but let's not go to Hooters. Let's see if we have the same effect just being an in Indy because you pay the price if you go to Hooters. Oh, it's the, the iron price. Iron too. price. <laughs> like I, I pooped. Four to five times that next day, and nothing was solved. I literally tried to make myself puke. Like, I was laying in bed, listen, Sunday, and I was literally like, dude, I'm going to go in there and shove my fingers down my throat because my stomach felt so terrible. Yeah. I mean, I think somebody even said that in the group chat. Like, you don't go to Hooters night without ramifications afterwards. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was in pretty rough shape the next day. The as cheesecake well. was great, though. Yeah, I had the peanut butter shooter once again. Didn't no, actually no. They did. They were out of. They peanut were out of peanut shooters. butter shooters. They got the chocolate brownie, and it was okay. It was delightful. Was I, okay. Can I give a shout out though to uh, Jared New? He was great. Um, it was nice meeting him. Kind of putting a you know face with the voice type deal. He, I mean, he's a very knowledgeable guy. And then I my, one of my favorite stories is Sobro who. He literally walks in, kind of eyes our table. Like, we have no clue. I mean, people think we, we know these faces. No, we have no clue what these guys really look like, you know. And so he walks in, and he kind of looks at our table. I'm thinking, man, is that, you know, who is that, you know. He gets up to the bar. He orders something. And then, like, awkward for a minute or two. And then he turns around. So, bro, Pacers. <laughs> like, oh, shit, so man, let's go. And then the crowd just went yeah. wild. Yeah. I looked over at the table, the other guys, and I said, that's so bro, Pacers fan. And they're like, really? And we started the wave <laughs> yeah. in unison, the whole bar. Also, when W walked in, I mean, never. I've never seen him before. I don't Chris, know Chris knew it was W right away. He, got, he knew it was W immediately. He's like, Jeremy W. Miller over there. And, you look, and I turned around. It was like slow-mo, like you're getting ready to look, you know, at the, at the hot chick at the college party, you know, like her hair is going all over the place. And I slow-mo turn it, and here comes W striding out. Of course, just a pissed-off look on and, his face. 
It reminds me of what meeting Brad Pillar was. Brad Pitt was probably like. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just the same kind of a essence. And just and then he just stopped, sped up, just like in the movies, and he looked and he said, "Boys, <laughs> Jeremy W. Miller, Jeremy W. Miller, Tyreek Evans." I mean, that's how it started. You're just like, yes, this is Hooters Night 2019. Love it. Uh, I took a video while we were there of everybody that was sitting there, and something that was funny was I posted it, and I was like, Hooters Night, and you guys remember Pacer P, the guy who gets very yeah. very volatile on he gets Twitter. He gets pretty pissed. He's like, Is well, that Dennis Schroeder guy? Yes. Okay, okay. He okay. goes, I love the podcast, but you guys are, all of you guys are out of shape. <laughs> well, <laughs> what no the crap. hell? I mean, Jake's probably the best and most in shape person. That well, was he there. said everybody on the podcast is out of shape, so I think he was talking about everybody that was there. Yeah. So he wow. thought everybody there was on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, granted, he's probably not wrong about that, but I will admit I am out of shape, but it is what it I is. I mean, Ted's a small dude too, though. Yeah. So I don't know what yeah, is. Everybody's out of shape. Somebody's going to call us out. Jesus. <laughs> Pacer P loves to talk shit. I think, I think the first thing we do... At some point, I'm getting on our Twitter today and talking shit about Dennis Schroeder, and I'm going to tag Pacer P, see if we can get him to respond. I don't think he cares anymore. He's probably left that in the past. I don't know. A couple weeks ago, he tweeted something about Schroeder. We'll see. I'm just saying, bro. So, bro. All right. So, Hooters Night, ultimate success. Depending on the playoff schedule, we might do another game. Uh, We might do another game this year. We'll talk about it later. Uh, all right. So I am pulling up my little okay, Bojangles. Oh, you wait, gotta get off. You the do computer. have a sheet. I have a mini one. I'm kind of together. pissed. I thought, oh, we were I thought you didn't have a sheet. No, I have something I to remind me of something. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about: the Pacers are currently 45 and 29. Mm-hmm. They have eight games left. If they win five of those games, so if they go five and three, they will be a 50 win team. That's math. And as I've said. If you told me at the beginning of the season, Oladipo would play in like 36 games, the Pacers would win 50 games and be a 4-5 or five seed, I'd say you're smoking crack. Yeah. So maybe, it's maybe impressive that they've made it to this point, I believe. We need to give them some props. Yeah. So the next eight games, and I'm going to list them all off to you guys, Wednesday night at Oklahoma City. Lost. Uh, I think that's going to be a tough game. Then they play at Boston on Friday. Win. Uh <laughs> Or a back-to-back. They come back and play Orlando this Saturday. That's got to be a W. Then it's Detroit. So Wait. they play at home versus Detroit, and then they play at Detroit. I'm at 3-2 and two right now. Play versus the Celtics at home. I'll give it 4-2. Versus the Nets at home. Five and at Atlanta. Uh, last game of the season. We lose that because we rest everybody because we got the 50 wins, people. Yep. Let's go. I think it's definitely doable. you got to win a tough game or two. You got to be Boston once, probably, and maybe steal one. No comments. I mean, they're getting. I mean, they're go, they should get beat the over that was on them. I think it was forty-seven wins. They yeah. should at least be that. Yeah, but fifty wins, I think, would be very impressive because if Oladipo plays, you're looking at like Ken Sterling said, and we thought he was ridiculous. Fifty-five win team, I think, easily. Maybe you don't think so? Maybe some things got to shake up. We still got blown out, and some of those games we look bad. I think we'd probably be right around 53. Yeah, I think we'd make a different move or two if we still have Oladipo. Yeah. You know well, what Wes I mean? Matthews wouldn't be on the team. No. Probably no, not. He wouldn't be on the team. Um, uh, so, but, no, yeah, it's def- we'd definitely be over 50. We'd be close to 55. I don't know if we'd hit it. I think the two games this week, Oklahoma City and Boston, I think those are going to be tough. We need one. We need they one. They have to beat the Magic at home. They can't lose twice to the Magic at home on Saturday nights. In Detroit, they need to beat them. Be- they need to beat both of them. Or these are all win both of those games. Yeah, the Pistons suck. 
I'm just going to such a shit matchup for us, though. Yeah. Drummond literally matchup. just says, this is my swamp. Like, he's like Shrek. <laughs> Shrek is love, Shrek is love. I looked up ticket prices for the game <laughs> versus Celtics at home. Very expensive. Yeah. Not going to go to that game. If I do anything, I'm going to watch it at Hooters or at home. I still got to buy playoff tickets. When did those go on sale? We I got a notification clenched. today that you could sign up for early access. I might, well, I might as well. So it's coming soon. Um, so, yeah, hopefully Pacers won't be the third seed at this rate. I mean, no. the 76ers would have to completely What bomb. is it? Is it th- is it four games now? Is it, or do they have a four-game lead on us? Uh, I think it's like three. Oh, I don't for know. For some reason, I thought it was but three. But they have a really... Oh, no, they lost. It is three because it was three and a half and they lost. They, they lost to like the Magic or something, play, yeah. right? Yeah, okay, that's what I'm thinking. Gotcha. So it would be nice to give Paul George two losses this year. We'll see what happens tonight against Oklahoma City. Well, these games start to get a little tighter. He's going, he's going into playoff P mode. Anything's possible for us. All right. So what do you want first? I got Mac and Meter and a trivia question. Mm, give me the trivia I am going to discuss the Pacers bracket here in a little bit, the results on that. I don't have it in front of me, so I'm going to have to pause to go get it. But that will oh. be very interesting. Okay. Oh, let's go trivia. Yep, so trivia, trivia question. This is episode 42. Bojangles, you need to stay away from the damn computer. The Pacers dished LeBron James the worst loss of his career in February of this year. We were there for Hooters night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Name the other teams that beat LeBron's ass by the biggest margin other than the Pacers. So there are one, two, three, four, five. San Antonio Spurs. No. What? It's a, they're probably like bad teams. Well, actually, one of these teams is a repeat team. So there's we were, we're looking all for four since teams. 2016. Oh, all since 2016. We're looking for four no, teams. I'm sitting here thinking when he got his ass waxed. I'm gonna say the Utah Jazz is one of them. No. The Denver Nuggets. No. The Clippers. No. The Lakers. No. Okay, give me one. Boston. No. Wow. Indiana is one of them. Are we at the repeat? Pacers have done it twice. Okay. April 2018, I believe, was the playoff game. They won by 34 oh, okay. at home, game was, six. Not a bad game. And there is another repeat on there. Atlanta Hawks? Oh, no. that would be one hell of a story. The Rockets? Nope. Come on, one of these teams, you got to know. The Warriors. Trying to guess there you go, the Warriors. I'm trying to guess like somebody because there's... Warriors beat him both times in January, went in the playoffs by 35 in 2017 and 34 in 2016. So the Pacers, Warriors, pretty good company. Yeah. Who's going to be this other Two of the better teams. So there are two teams left. Uh, The Nets, the One team we were just talking about. The Kings. One team we were just talking about. There you go. Detroit Pistons, November of 2007. So this was back with, I believe, Chauncey. Probably not Ben Wallace. He's probably gotten by then. Whoever. Brooklyn Nets. They won by 35. Brooklyn no. Nets. Okay, this is number 42, Jackie Robinson. This Brooklyn last one Dodgers. happened in January game. of 2018. Are they a good team? Yes. Are they in the East or the West? <laughs> Not going to tell you that. Toronto Raptors. There you go. Thank okay. You. Okay. I, I had Toronto to Raptors won by down. 34. So, out of one, two, three, four, six times, the Pacers are on that twice in their top four. So I asked that because it's episode 42. We beat him by 42, and we watched it at Hooters. Just seemed like full circle there. And we can't go an episode without talking about LeBron. You it's have just, to. If you do an NBA podcast, that's, you I mean, have to. I wanted a Jackie Robinson question because number 42. But Speaking of talking about 
stuff that's really stupid. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I don't think Jack Robinson's stupid, but I mean... We're going to talk about Skip Bayless. Okay, that's okay. perfect, yes. That is perfect. Skip Bayless on his stupid-ass show. So, as you guys know, Skip Bayless on FS1. Him and these debate shows, they talk about three things. LeBron James, the Dallas Cowboys... And the Warriors dynasty ending. And what? The Warriors dynasty ending. Yeah. Well, every once in a while, the Patriots as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Skip Bayless has ever talked anything about baseball in his life. No, probably not. They've never discussed baseball or hockey or anything like that. So LeBron James and whatever I just mentioned. So... Right now, they're all like Zion Williamson's the big thing. Everybody's got to talk about him now. Yes. LeBron's out of the playoffs. They're missing that. There's, even though they're still talking about the Lakers. <laughs> like, I thought I saw a debate that said even, like, though they're out of the playoffs, would they still be the Warriors' biggest met threat? <laughs> <laughs> probably that not. That was probably Jason McIntyre. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, Back in so, anyway, stupid stuff like this. I don't even know how these debate shows get ratings, but it ends up on our Twitter page, so I have to talk about it. Uh, so the first thing is, Skip Bayless comes on air and says, I can make a case Zion is definitely already top 30. I can even make another case, and this is in regards to NBA players, if he was in the league today. I can even make another case he's on the fringe of top 20 in the NBA right here, right now. We have never seen this much explosion from 6'7", 285. He follows up and tweets, I would take Zion over Kimba Walker, Kyle Lowry, Victor Oladipo, Chris Middleton, Bradley Beal, D'Angelo Russell right now. More undisputed now on FS1. Yeah. Honestly, I agree with everything he just said. I would take Zion over all those guys. Right now. Yes. Like thousand percent. This season, you think he's a top 20 player. I'm not talking about building your dynasty around him. I think he would have went straight to the league last year and had – he could average 20 points in the league. I'm at a hard disagree, actually. It I know, depends I, on the team listen, situation, but I think listen, guys, you guys, here's what you got to know. While you guys argue about this, I'm going to go grab the bracket. You go ahead. Hawk loves Zion more. Than, oh my god, it's amazing. Listen, I mean, he loves him. Like if if he had a, if you had a wife, you would kick her out of bed for Zion. True or false? Yeah, depends on the wife, but probably. I mean, let's just go. Probably. <laughs> okay, here, here's my problem, and it's really weird. Just me and you, like sitting there talking <laughs> with no Chris. But. Dumbass forgot his stuff. Um, I, to me, I, I would honestly, if Oladipo is healthy, I would rather have Oladipo and Kimba. Um, yeah, but he's healthy, but he's not healthy. He's coming off well, a pretty well, big injury. No shit, I'd rather have Zion right There you now. go. So you agree <laughs> with me. Okay, if that's how you want to look at it, then I would agree. He said obviously. right now, all things considered. Oh, all things considered? Okay, well, sure, I'd, I would rather have Rasha and Mysterovich. Yeah, than, me too. Than Victor so. Oladipo, he can't play, but... No, I mean, guys like Chris Middleton. You're, you're when you get down like that far. Like I don't, I do not believe Oladipo and Kimba should be on that list. I mean, and even D'Angelo Russell a little bit. But some of those guys are one trick ponies. Like Chris Middleton. I mean, he's a shooter. Um, what's up, Chris? No Bojangles. No Bojangles. Okay, so um, he's a shooter. Like I get it, but at the same time, when I watch Zion, I'm just like. Like, he's not going to be able to physically dominate NBA players like that, in, in my opinion. Like, the way he does now, like, I think we can both agree. Like, Taco Fall was just standing there like, like yes. a fucking tree. And he scored 30-some points on him. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying, but like... The size isn't going to be a factor. I can see how he can maybe get out physical. I don't know. I mean, he, he doesn't use his right hand very well around the rim. I, and it's nitpicky. What I want, he's Zion, eighteen. Would, like I, I mean, mean yes, on. I would. But that. But now you're you're also saying though, like right here, right now, they can't use his right hand. I mean, I, he, 
I mean, okay. can or can't use his right hand is erroneous to me at the moment. Uh, okay. He's okay. definitely so going to work on that. Let's, like, say, let's be... say he's on the Pacers. Let's say he's on the Pacers. Okay. You don't think someone's going to sit on his, you know, on his whatever right shoulder so he can't turn left? And he's going to jump over him. Like, he's, a, he's his first year in the league, he's going to be around the paint guy. He's not going to be a space eater. He's not. He's going to fit well with the center and come in, help that center rebound. He's going to be a beast in the paint. Like whoever's guarding him is going to be a na- matchup nightmare. Like to me, he's not as he's got the speed. He's not a physical specimen like uh, like uh, Anthony Davis was. Like who could like literally do it all? Does that make sense? Yeah, because he's not seven foot. Well, no, but you know what I'm saying. Like I think Zion is like he's just built like a freaking tank. Like I think there's no one stopping that man going. To like that. I think if he would have been around like 20 years ago, he would have oh, been right. like, "Oh my god!" Like you know what I mean when it was yeah, a physical game. I agree. Like, but I think now it's going to get to the point where he's he's oh he's going to be a good NBA player. He'll probably be around the top 20 his entire career. But like I don't think he's got that high upside. Like some people keep saying he's the next LeBron. I don't they see it like that. I don't think he's the next LeBron. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. Compare anybody. Okay, so eighteen, nineteen. So let me throw out a name because this is the guy that I kind of think like a, a cat. Like who would you rather have, Zion or Cat? That's tough. Like two top fifteen guys, right? Yeah. Like that. Know. That's kind of where on I'm the Pacers? at with Zion. I'd probably rather have Zion on the Pacers, suppose. Because and that's fair, but yeah. that but like to me, like that's where that's where it's going to because I don't think he's ever going to be as good outside as Cat is, but I also think he's not going to be like a punk inside like Cat sometimes can be. Like somebody like that, I don't think he's ever going to develop a three point shot the way he needs to. I'm not saying he can't shoot because I know that pisses you <laughs> off, but I just don't foresee it happening like everybody else does. I think he'll come in next year, and hopefully he's not on the Suns or Cleveland because I would hate that. I don't know where I would like him. I'd obviously Keep like him the best in the, the West. Would you the like West him on would be the great. Knicks? No, just because the Knicks are just a dumb. No one wants to be on the Knicks. I mean, I think realistically, who are the top three teams? Knicks, Cleveland, Cleveland, Suns. and Suns. Like the Suns would probably be like the best option, but even then, they're just run just so poorly. Like from top to bottom. And you don't I feel want like you had Booker. Knicks, Knicks would be the most annoying because we'd never stop hearing about him. I no. would probably hate him eventually, but I don't know. And I don't want him in Cleveland because they're in our division. I think it's a stupid – I mean, Skip Bayless, everything he debates is stupid, so I don't know why I'm saying this. It's a stupid debate to have right now. <laughs> but we're going in. It's not, he's not in the NBA today. Uh, and the thing that he's they're doing by doing this is they're rooting for people to root for him to suck now. That's what we do. You got freezing cold takes. You got all this stuff. They're rooting for Zion to be bad. So then, five, ten years from now, if he does turn out terrible, that's going to be a freezing cold. That's the internet. I don't that's want what him we to do be on the bad. I just don't think he's going to no, be bad. No, I'm like, not saying that about everybody. Know, I'm saying that about people in general. It's like Lonzo Ball, the whole of our ball story. And I hope we're going to talk about big baller brand. That's going in out the Rally Association. That's good. <laughs> like, nobody, most people. Just because of his dad and the way he acted, things that he said, like these debates, they were rooting for the kids to fail. Yeah. That's so the I feel like they're doing that's that. Right the now. That's the age we live in. So it's not doing the kid any favors. They're putting these big expectations on an 18-year-old kid. But I think he's and handling it well. I think he's I mean, ring, ring, you listen to Zion speak or ring, him ring. just talk. I'm calling you. Ring, ring. Uh, hello? Hello. Uh, this is, I don't know who the GM now is, but I... Hello, Knicks. I'm. I'd like to offer you Anthony Davis for the number one overall pick. And I will d- decline because Anthony Davis is going to leave after a year. Uh, he's actually sitting right here with me, and he's willing to sign a max deal with your team. 
Well, then, yeah, I'd probably do that. Okay. Because the Knicks, you want an established guy. I'd like to see him on, like, an up-and-coming team like the Pelicans with Drew Drew Holiday. You know, they got some pieces. They they were going to have some cap space. Do they have some pieces? I I think so. You don't don't like them? I mean, they got Drew Holiday and who else? I mean, they have draft picks. They have assets. They've acquired. I mean, I I think that they're solid. And somebody had mentioned, too, that Boogie might be looking to go back there, even if Anthony did. I don't think so. Dude, Boogie... Zion, Drew Holiday. I mean, that would be something. I mean, that's not. Gonna I don't think anybody's trading Zion. If you're Anthony Davis, that might be the best case. I'm just throwing some shit out. Go All ahead. Right. Sorry. All right. Talk yeah, they talk about there. Zion enough on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We won't. We won't do those that. shows. Um, <laughs> I want to summarize the Pacers March Madness bracket we got here. Let's do it. So really, no big upsets yet. The biggest upset. Chalk. There's a couple big upsets that I've seen. Uh, suit guy beat Vern Fleming, <laughs> and he beat him handily. Uh, and suit guy had done a play-in game against Eddie Gill and whooped his ass. Yeah, like it wasn't even close. Um, Boomer also beat Billy Knight, so Boomer <laughs> coming in the first round. <laughs> An all-time um, pacer. Boomer. The biggest, so top ten pacer Freddie Lewis. Uh, he lost to Jan Mahinmi. <laughs> <laughs> what year did Freddie Lewis play? Uh, it was back in the 70s, I believe. There you go. Yeah. Nobody voted yeah. on yeah. Nobody <laughs> has any idea. Of and that's also because one thing I wanted to bring up, George McGinnis versus George Hill, that was close. It was that like 60-40, something like Tell that. Tell me McGinnis won. Uh, McGinnis won. Oh, thank God. God. <laughs> so right now we're down to the Sweet 16. All right, okay. let's go. Let's talk. Here's some let's of the matchups we got. Up. Reggie Miller versus Miles Turner. Reggie's Reggie. won. Reggie's going to win. What's Miles' seed? Uh, Miles, I believe, I don't have it written on this okay. one, okay. but I think he's a four. Okay, so, so Reggie doesn't Duke. matter what he is. I yeah. think I think Miles has a good chance. Was it? Was there sixty four guys? Yes. So Miles is probably a three then. Whatever, it doesn't matter yeah, okay. for right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sorry. Don't hurt me. So who would you, who are you picking in that matchup? Reggie. Reggie. It's easy. <laughs> So you think Reggie's just going to win the whole tournament? Yes. I do, just because. Yeah, I mean, he's, gonna, not, I mean, he's not going to put Reggie. It's um, not going to be exciting. It's not going to be fun. But it should. I mean, shouldn't he? Well, yeah. Okay, there you but go. But I just like like if Suit Guy played him. I mean, it'd be interesting if Suit Guy beat Reggie. <laughs> Suit Guy, but does Suit Guy, but get Suit Guy lost? He lost to Mel Daniels. Okay. Okay. So well. bringing up Danny Granger versus Mel Daniels, I think Granger's going to win. I do too. Just yeah. because just he got, he's going to get a lot of votes. But I think we're going to see Reggie. He's, versus, he's hot at the right time. They, yeah. I mean, he won his conference tournament. I mean, just, I think Reggie versus Granger is going to be a solid matchup to yep. get in the Elite Eight at yep. all time, and that's going to come up on Thursday. Oh, Sweet Sixteen. Miles would be a four. Sorry, I haven't yep. heard. Um, down in the West Region. We have Victor Oladipo facing off against Bojan Bogdanovic. This is going to be tighter than I think. I think it'll be like 65. I think Wick, uh, Wick. I think Vic wins handily. I just think the recency, like him, Bogey's been playing a lot. Yeah. That's a tough matchup. That is a matchup you do not want to see. Yeah. That uh, is Tennessee-Purdue right there. That's a tough one. Yeah. Next tough up one. in that region, Rick Smith facing off against Ron Artest. Artest wins easily. I think Smith wins. I, I'm really? Smith. I think Smith yeah. wins. You think Smith's Twitter comes out? Smith yeah. will win, I think... 70-30. People really? are still not yeah. on the Artest bandwagon off yeah. as the brawl. Uh, you're probably right. I am surprised he's made it this far. Who's the higher seed? Uh, Artest, Artest is a two seed. Okay. Give me Smith. I like the upset. Um, in the South region, George McGinnis versus Thad Young. I'm voting Thad. I'm voting Thad, too. Thad's going to win. Get McGinnis' like. old ass out of here. <laughs> That's, if we have him on the pot, too, we can, we can, that can be one of our talking points. That's true. Yeah. 
Um, and then we also have DeMontis Sabonis versus Jermaine O'Neal. Jermaine's going to win. Jermaine's going to win. I think DeMontis I think it'll be 60 will show 40. out. It'll be 60-40. But I, I think Jermaine will win. Jermaine won pretty handily against Boomer, and Boomer was strong in the first yeah. round. <laughs> I love Sabonis, man. I... And then, down, so this is the one thing that has made me mad. I put, and people have said stuff, I put Paul George against Rosho and Asterovich in the first round. Because I wanted Paul George to lose to Rosho and Asterovich because <laughs> I thought it would be funny. He whooped Rosho and Asterovich's ass. <laughs> people, come on! And he's not in that difficult of a bracket at the begin- top of his bracket. We're going to so, we're gonna screw around and Paul George is going to win this thing. He played Herb Williams in the second round, so he oh, beat him. Man. And now he's playing against Detlef Shrimp. Oh, God! <laughs> Who's he got after that? So, facing off down there, David West. <laughs> Please, God. Take three. Take three. <laughs> David West versus Lance Stevenson, my elite eight picks. Reggie Miller versus Danny Granger. Victor Oladipo versus Rick Smiths. Thad Young versus Jermaine O'Neal. Paul George versus Lance Stevenson. Okay, pause. Make sure that we actually got that. We did. We did. Okay. So, now here's my point. Here's what we got to do. If we can have Lance Stevenson beat Paul George, we use Chris's mastery skills in editing. In the picture of Lance Stevenson holding the ball up, you put Paul George's head on it. Yep. Not a bad idea. I like that. Thank you. Just wanted to get is that, that out if there. he beats them, or is that to persuade both? Both. Okay. And or. I'm just wondering if we're going to run into an ethical problem, but at the same time, I don't really care. I don't either. Well, you just <laughs> shot people with an Uzi or something. <laughs> AR-15. I am looking forward to the final four, Reggie Miller versus Victor Oladipo. Old versus new. I'm not looking forward to that. I mean, I don't know. Who am I going to vote on? That'll be a tough one. I mean, let's be Victor's played what? A season and a half? Well, it's obviously Reggie's the answer. Yeah, but is it Twitter? We need now? to campaign campaign for somebody other than Reggie. We need suit guy to. We just need to let it fall into place. We need a loser. The tournament always falls into place. We need a losers bracket. We need suit guy back in this. We thing. do. I agree. Suit guy versus Boomer. And just suit guy, by the way, was at the game on Sunday. Didn't wear a suit. Didn't show up to Hooters night. Never meet your heroes. No. So, you know what, Hooters guy. Screw you. Hooters guy? <laughs> suit guy, sorry. Um, We're turning on suit guy now? Sorry, I got my mind on going to sleep tonight already. Got a four, I got to leave at 4.30 a.m. Really? Where are you going? Flight. I'm going to Florida. Which part? That's about, it's Fort Lauderdale, 20 minutes north of Miami. Okay. Going there for work, not for fun. You going to see a Panthers game? No. They're terrible. I went to one, there was like 20 people there. Uh, I thought about going to the Heat game, but... I feel like the tickets to that were very expensive, so probably won't do it. We'll see what happens. I am on a nice resort, so anyway, enough about the vacation. Last thing before we go to around the association, the Mac and Meter. Okay. Okay. Is this where you got a surprise? I just got a surprise for my pick for the Mac and Meter this week. So Mac and Meter, we don't have it here with us. It's at the actual studio. One through five, Jason McIntyre, where's he at? I saw him for a second and lock it in today, and he was heavy on Tennessee over Purdue. Put all your money on it, he said. So, so that's bet a on five. Purdue. That's a five. Yeah, so bet on Purdue. Uh, nothing has changed. Like, he hasn't pissed me off anymore. So he's just going to stay at a steady five. Not like a hard five, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, he's a steady five right now. Steady five, yeah. not 5.1. Yeah, not 5.1. Uh, if we were like. Uh, like he's just annoying as shit. So like this is like this is like when uh, the dealer draws a bus card mm-hmm. 
on blackjack and you hit, you hit, and you're good, you're good, and then they f- somehow find a way to get 21, and you just want to punch them right in their face. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Jason McAmeter is. Every or shoot bit. them? No, no, no. Not no, quite. No, 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 no. It's not that. <laughs> this week for me, he gets a three. Oh! oh is that just a big surprise? Someone's getting soft. Did he say something nice? Surprise. No, he, uh, on our Instagram post of the Hooters night, he liked it. Mac, J-Mac did. J-Mac liked the photo. So he was one of the first people to like the photo when I posted it. He follows us on Instagram, which he might not anymore because over the weekend when I was drunk, I asked him if he wanted to fight. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't respond, but he liked the photo after he said that. So partially for me being drunk and sending him a message asking if he wants to fight and also liking our post, this week McIntyre for me gets a three. In all seriousness, McIntyre's not that bad. No, he's not. I mean, we just like it's just, it's just some something fun. J Mac, we don't hate you. You're just a five out of five. But yeah. if we saw you in the streets, <laughs> Sean, you, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's gonna wrap up our first segment here. We actually only have two segments today. Yep, thank God. And we're going to around the association coming up next. Presented by Morning Podcast. What did you choke on that? My tongue. We got a lot of people point out that's their favorite part. Really? When you yell. <coughs> I right. didn't have it know any other way. When you whispered, it threw them off. Yeah, I remember Red Diesel. How many of your thing. neighbors are calling 911? <laughs> oh, no. Well, we did just hear some fireworks. So. And there was just a kid playing over there. You might have scared the shit out of him. <laughs> that's fine. He deserves to be scared. Kids these days aren't scared enough. All right. Jimmer back in the league. Two-year deal with the Phoenix Suns. He played his first game with the team on Monday and was a blistering one for 10 in 15 minutes of action. Speaking of the Suns, Devin Booker scored 59 points. Also, in a blowout loss to the Utah Jazz, um, who fouled with little time remaining on purpose so Booker couldn't hit 60. Good. Thoughts on Fredette? Thoughts on D-Books? Jimmer Fredette sucks. Yeah. So I, bad. I thought, that's what I'm talking about. The Suns just run their so organization. I thought, I thought about, I so I thought about the other day when I saw him. I was like, oh, he got drafted a few years ago because I even forgot when he got drafted. Then I looked up his profile. Drafted in 2011. I was going to say, it seems like it was like He played like for that. three or four teams. He's been out of the league for three years. Who cares if he scored 70 points in China? Like, How has he not been him? a pacer, though, honestly? That's like, true. I saw a Slam magazine wrote, like, Devin Booker and uh, what's-his-face? Jimmer? Jimmer Fredette, teammates that have scored 70 points together. I'm like, he scored it in, not even in the NBA, and Devin Booker scored it when he lost by, like, 30. And Devin Booker, don't even get me started on that. Uh-oh. 59 points? You're down by 20 or 30 points? I'm glad they fouled his ass, or fouled somebody else. Like, what's that one point? What is that one point worth? That gives you 60 points. Well, who cares? This you more Twitter followers. You're you not lost. thinking in 2019. Listen, you get more well, marketing. Is, you get more money over time. This is the reason why America is full of losers. Like, we're celebrating, oh, 59 points. I don't think anybody's celebrating. Seven. Everyone oh that talked God. about this Stop. mentioned he lost. I don't think I anybody's know, celebrating. But it's like, oh, my God, he scored 59 points, and then they threw a fit because he didn't get fouled, so he get to 60. <laughs> like, that's what's wrong with the Suns. That's what's wrong with these these Americans that are just – they're blasphemous. And I don't want to put my tin cap <laughs> on here, but this is bad. Like – Okay, you are the kid that Is your it team that bad? loses. Yeah, yes. I, you're the kid. Your team loses, and he's going to the scorebook to check out how many points he had. That's yes. exactly what this is. That's what Devin Booker. He can. Doing. And the worst part is, he didn't have to go to the scorebook because they threw a fit because he was at 59 points. They wouldn't foul him. 
Like, that's how you know that the Suns are douchebags. And I'm sorry, America. Go on. So let's say Old Depot had 59 points. Yeah. And somebody fouled him at the end. You wouldn't be like, damn, he almost got 60. First off, are we winning? If we were losing by 30, I'd be like, why is he still in the game? Well, if we're losing by 30 and we're in the scenario, we're probably not even watching. What the hell do you think W would say about this? W would be shitty. Okay. All I'm saying is everyone who's talked about it's mentioned he lost. It's the yeah. great debate. But who cares? I mean, 59, if, he's if on a bad Depot team. scored 60 points in a game and we lost, I don't care. No, I couldn't care less either, honestly. Like, I would rather win the game and he scores five points. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. I'd rather have the win all day, but they're a bad team. I I, I, (laughs) have nothing else to be excited for. I mean, yeah, I don't – point totals, whatever. Yeah. Well, that's it. Can you name multiple 50-point games before 23? There's four players that have done it. MJ. Nope. No, because he came in the league at like 22. Yeah. It's got to be LeBron James. LeBron James is one of them. LeBron. Carmelo Anthony. Nope. Oh, that's a good one, though. That's a good one. Uh, Dwayne Wade. Nope. Is this, uh, are these like old dudes? One guy played with LeBron. One guy played with LeBron. Kyrie. Yep. Okay. One guy's Devin Booker, so you got one yep. more, and you'll, he went to LSU. Shaq. Nope. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm pretty sure he went to LSU. Tyrus Thomas. It's an older guy. <laughs> He's okay. got two first names. Uh, the HBO show we like that's coming back. Game of Thrones. No. The other one? Barry. Last name's Barry. Rick Barry. Yep. Did he go to LSU? I don't know. Did he? Did I, I know Pete Maravich went to LSU, didn't he? I thought Rick Barry did too. Maybe I just made that All up. All right. All right, so there it is. That's it for ATA trivia. But now we go on to Yusuf Nurkic. Out for the remainder of the season with the potentially next season, as well with the tibula and fibula fracture on his right leg. Against the Nets. I don't know if you guys saw this. I Very gruesome. I the ref kicked his leg after, kind yeah. of walked over. <laughs> like he didn't know what was going on. That was a funny part of a bad, overall bad thing. But, yeah, he's going to be out next year, too. Like, that's just terrible. So what, Paul George, same injury. And it took him August through April. Uh, yeah, I could see him coming back maybe February of next year. Maybe. Maybe. All things considered, but I mean, he broke two bones. Like, it's yeah, a little different. He's, he and he's a bigger guy. His game's gonna be completely Hopefully. different. I mean, yeah, I mean, we all hope he because I think a fully healthy Portland they could scare some teams in the West. I mean, yeah. they always beating Golden State, but they always they always come up but short. I think he I feel also like. just got an extension too. Yeah, and he's a good player, uh, Rick Barry. But Miami, yeah, I would love to really? Miami. Yeah, Not I would close. love to hear the refs' explanation for that. Like, I mean, obviously, he probably just missed it and didn't know, but, like... He had no clue. I mean, there's no other explanation. Uh, people are going in on the ref on Twitter. Good. We need to go in on more refs. Yeah, we do. So, right. yeah, that was that was very gruesome. Eek, I wish eek. I wouldn't have watched. It brings back some memories, but we won't go there. Yes. Other guys. Drew Holiday is out for the rest of the year. He's <laughs> getting some muscle work done. Wendell Carter, they're just shutting him down. Yep. Kelly Oubre is not playing anymore. Derek Rose, Robert Covington, and Jeff Teague are now not playing the rest of the year as That's well. That's huge. So if you're any fan duel or any fantasy stuff, there you it's go. going to be hell of opportunities for these low-value players. Yep. Can't wait to see that. Um, the NBA dunk record in a single season was broken on Monday. Do you guys know by who? Oh, uh, Monday. Dunks. Maybe it was two. What day is it? Yeah, it was on Monday. Devin Booker. No, he plays on the Embiid. Jazz. Embiid? Plays on the Jazz. Mitchell. Oh, he plays on uh, Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Gobert okay. broke it. He uh, he broke Dwight Howard's record from 2000 
and but Giannis oh. is Giannis is eight dunks behind as well. So Giannis is also going to be as the coach. NBA as a whole, not as a single, single player, season. Yeah. They just started. They kept this. They started keeping this stat in two thousand, and Dwight Howard had the record since. So it's not really interesting, but kind of interesting. It's interesting because a lot of people miss their layups, and I'm just like, why don't you just dunk it? Yeah. So I wish some of our guys would do that. The dunk low. percentage. What do you think the dunk percentage is? Just like you're at the rim about to dunk, nobody around. It's got to be like 98, 99. Yeah. yeah. What if that, uh, what's his name, Taco? Taco, whatever his name Taco? You think Taco? Taco? He's probably at 99.9. Yeah. All right, next up, we got the end of an era. Mm-hmm. Big baller brand, closing shop. The company that over, the over the company that has overpriced products, got a failing grade from the Better Business Bureau, was partially owned by a man previously Caesar. arrested for being involved in a money scheme, is not a recipe success for Believe It or Not. A company whose overpriced shit produced caused the actual face of the company to get injured on multiple occasions. A company that was founded at the hopes of shitty Lonzo Ball actually not being shitty. Apparently, this guy they were in business with swindled $1.5 million away from, which doesn't seem like a lot when you're dealing with like a company. Yeah. So that's probably like all they yeah. had. Or what actually probably happened is no one bought their shitty apparel. Yeah. Well, and they take like five months to send it out. They've sent yeah. out notifications to say it's going to take us an additional four months to send your shitty ass shoes out that you shouldn't have bought for $495. What the hell were you thinking, you stupid? End of an era. The end of an era. The best part about this is somebody <laughs> said uh, there's so many people with receipts from this November that haven't got their shoes yet that are so And you got to know, these are probably like the Starberry shoes, probably made even cheaper than those shoes. Yeah, for sure. And I also hear it a conspiracy. That's why Lonzo Ball gets hurt so much is from his big baller brand shoes. That's what you said. Oh, sorry. I didn't pay attention (laughs) to the whole entire thing. Yeah. I just... He's joining Nike, apparently, just because of LeBron's henchmen. I mean, I'm glad. Like, what else is LeVar Ball going to have to promote now? Nothing. Well, can't wait to find out. Yeah. Go away. His water is going to be gone. I bet it tastes like piss. Somehow he made water taste like piss. <laughs> Screw you, LeVar Ball. I hate you. I'm glad your company went under. And I hope your sons have terrible NBA careers. Son. Wow. That was hard. The other one will make it. You think so? Yeah. He really sucks at defense. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Well, that, that, that might, that might be a summer topic. coach that ruins the game of basketball. I agree. I couldn't be anywhere near him, but just because he's just just ruining everything he touches. I love watching LeVar Ball. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Hopefully he stays around on the Lakers for a couple more years. Next up, we got Zaire Smith has returned to the 76ers. I did not know that. He's played six games against the Wizards and a 20-point loss and scored a three. He was a 16th pick in last year's draft and previously expected to miss the whole season. So Zaire Smith's back, another weapon for the Sixers. Love do you think he'll contribute thing. at all, or do you think they'll just kind of? No, I think he'll not this year. No, but no. he's going to contribute more for him than Markel Fultz would have. The rotation's going to trim down the playoffs. He won't see many minutes. They'll probably go seven or eight guys, and I don't see him being a seven or eight top seven or eight guy now and there now, especially with the. Their bench does suck, though, so, yeah, he might see minutes. Okay, I have to say something. Yep. I just got a text from one of my former teachers. Mm-hmm. He asked me to go to you today. I said, can't, you know, got a podcast to do. Podcast never sleeps. <laughs> he then just sent me an email. or Sorry, a text message. We are going to write a shitty review of your podcast. What? I don't know what to say. I'm a little hurt. Um, he's obviously kidding. We are kidding. at all five stars right yeah, now. Yeah, we are we at all five stars. It. Um and so, you got to edge But I will say, say, ha, 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 you won't. Ha, ha, you I will say it. this. I don't think you're an actual podcast until you get that one-star review. Yeah. You, you got to get it. So, somebody, it might as well be him. 
I said, ha, 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 you won't do it. Yeah, reverse psychology yes. always works. Yes. Okay, sorry. He's that's that's it. it for around the association, but I got a little bracket talk. The tournament challenge bracket has entered its Sweet 16. I don't know if you guys know who's winning. Do you guys know who's winning? Uh, Shut up. Yeah, I know who's in second. It's me. I'm winning, by the way. Uh, I got Duke to win it all. Jake's tied for second. He has North Carolina winning it all. Mm-hmm. So that will come down to who wins between those two. There's also a couple people with Gonzaga. There's a guy tied for second that has UC Irvine winning it all. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> kind it's of a waste of a pick. Yeah. There's a Tennessee out there. We still got a Virginia holding strong. So it's anybody's game, really. No one who ever is leading after the Sweet 16 has won. And they usually don't come close. Right. So yeah, it all depends. Yeah. If Duke wins it all, I have a shot. Right. Other than that, I, I probably think, won't win it. My key thing is I'm only missing. I only missed one Sweet Sixteen team, mm-hmm. um, and I have all of my Elite Eight teams. Oh. So it could get kind of interesting. However, gonna, I, I would jumping. love for that to blow up because I did uh, pick Tennessee over Purdue, and I would rather my bracket go to complete and utter dog shit and Purdue win. So Bojangles just hit the mic. <laughs> Chris, what about you? Chris, do you have any brackets up here? My bracket sucks. Okay. Okay. Well. Perfect. It did well in the first round, and after that, it's it's tipped off. Yeah. Now listen, you guys, if you listen to the podcast, you had UC Irvine, Oregon. You had Oregon yep. winning. You had that. You, you had, had Wofford. I had, you had told Wofford. You, you, had, you had Maryland. You had Justin Houston to the Colts. Maryland is the only Sweet 16 team I missed. Only one. Because well, remember, them, right? remember. No, I missed Ohio State. Because yeah, if you remember correctly, I said Maryland over LSU because of the coach situation. Yeah. And it damn near happened, or I would have had all sweet 16 but teams in. It did. But it didn't. And who picked LSU? Yeah, boy. Yeah, That's boy. all I'm saying. Okay. All right. All right. So Let's I think that right. concludes ATA and a little bracket talk. Um, is there anything else we want to dive into? Any wise words for the listeners before we let them go here today? We got Browns, Coles doing joint practices yeah. this uh, summer. So you guys want to do a little Odo Beckham talk? No. Okay. Yeah, me either. So we'll definitely be in attendance. I, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Um, and I do I, – I have to say this do because it. everyone's been saying Odell doesn't want to go to Cleveland and all this shit. Um, well, they ask, uh, what will be the first thing you say when you meet OBJ to Freddie Kitchens? He says, um, I love you. Like show me how to catch the ball with one hand. That's what that's what our head coach said about Odell, and Odell then changes his at Twitter avatar to the Browns jersey Odell Beckham, with the laughing faces done and done. So if you don't think we're going to the Super Bowl, you can jump off a cliff. I'll get okay. to jumping. I'll get to jumping as well. I guess we'll jump together, Chris. What about Justin Houston? That was Justin Houston. I mean, you knew that was going to happen from the podcast again. Yeah, the big, and then uh, Gronkowski retired, which is also big for the. AFC. I don't think he. I, th- I don't think he's playing his last game. I don't either. I think he'll come. It's kind of like Connor McGregor after today. eight games. He'll be six and yeah. two. And Did you we already know Rosenhaus Connor said? McGregor's coming back? Yeah, that his, he would his come agent out. His Drew Rosenhaus's agent basically said, "Like I could see a situation where he comes back." So it's like, was this contract up or is he just retired? I think he's just going to retire. He's just retired. Okay, one pass. Next year, would you rather Gronk catch it or Jason Witten? Gronk. Easily. Jason Witten. Oh, what? You missed the whole year. I'm just kidding. Okay. All right. Well, a decent episode, I think. Not bad. Sorry. Any more words for the listeners before we let them go? Anything you want Uh, to make sure they know before they go to bed today? Just make sure, guys, if you go to Hooters, you prepare uh, Pepto-Bismol. Cottonelle, that's my go-to. Yeah. No, I mean, that's not bad. And then just try to do it, like, on a Saturday. Instead of the Sunday that we mm. went, because you don't want your you, Monday, yeah, you don't want your Monday your ruined. Sunday, yeah. yeah, Sunday you can just kind of sit and chill. So, uh, learn from us. Uh, it's the fate it. of glass to break. Yes, I'll leave you with that.
All right, that's going to wrap up episode 42 of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. We'll see you guys next week for episode 43.